Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to On The Podcast, short-form episode podcast to give you something to do while you do your business on the pot. Or maybe it's the dead of winter. We're... We are in global warming, my goodness. Ugh, it's still snowing. It is still snowing. It does <sighs> not stop snowing. Mm-mm. The weather report says 40 and no snow in sight, and you wake up the <laughs> half an inch <laughs> on your freaking driveway. <laughs> and you bought a house with the world's longest driveway. <laughs> so you got to get out there. You got to shovel. It's not a lot of snow, but it's going to take you a little bit of time. Mm. Put on an episode of our podcast. <sighs> Curse Jack Frost. Keep going. And learn something. <laughs> I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Oh, hi, Liz. Oh, hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? Katie, we are going to talk about one of my all-time favorite historical figures. Hanoi Dane. Hanoi Dane. <laughs> Oh, Hannah Jane. Oh, Hannah Jane. Is that a word we don't know? Oh, Hannah Jane. No. (laughs) What are we talking about? We are talking about Mary Mallon. Mary Mallon. Mary Mallon. Also known as Typhoid Mary. Typhoid Mary. I love this story. It is one of the weirdest Mm. things in the entire world. Mm. I'm fascinated. Mm. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So our gal, Mary Mallon. Mary Mallon. Was born Mary Mallon. She wasn't born typhoid Mary. (laughs) Well, actually, she kind of was. So she was born on September 23rd. No longer a Virgo, boo. uh, In Cookstown County, Tyrone, Ireland. Cookstown County Tyrone. Cookstown, comma, County Tyrone, comma, <laughs> Ireland. It'd be like Denver, Colorado, United States. That would be like Arapahoe County, Denver, Colorado, no, United no. States. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. I do find the Cookstown thing kind of ironic, but. Maybe I'm using irony wrong, but we'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So she was Irish, Mm -hmm. obviously, being born in Ireland. And it is believed that she actually was born with typhoid because her her mom had it when she was giving birth and died from it. Oh, I don't think I knew that piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mary actually immigrated by herself to the United States in her teens, they believe around 15 years old. Good for her. Yeah. And at the time, she lived with her aunt and uncle and worked as their maid and eventually um, ended up becoming a a cook for affluent families. Mm -hmm. Affluenza. I hope you know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Money, money, money. So from 1900 to 1907, uh, Mary worked as a cook in New York City, for eight different families. Uh, during that time, it is believed that she infected between 51 and 122 people. Ugh. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. So within the first couple weeks of uh, working for the first family, um, some of the residents ended up getting typhoid fever, and uh, one of the laundry workers ended up dying from typhoid fever. Mm-hmm. And Mary was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why you guys are all sick. <laughs> yeah. And then she went and she worked for a second family who was uh, a lawyer. And then 
uh, several of the servants got sick. And again, one of the laundry people got sick. Like, I don't know what's going on with these laundry people. Yeah, we're laundry people. Yeah. Uh, she ended up working, again, for multiple families. And many, many people ended up getting sick. And there were several deaths that actually happened. And every time that anybody got sick... She was like, see ya. <laughs> I don't want to get sick. Yeah. See ya, guys. Yeah. Or I guess it was more like, <laughs> see ya. Goodbye. No, it's not as good. Hmm. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? Irish? Oh, hey, hey, I'm getting out of here after me typhoid fever. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <clears throat> good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, so she ended up actually taking a position in Oyster Bay, which is in Long Island for a wealthy family. And uh, during that time, um, six of the 11 family members came down with typhoid fever, which was actually kind of strange because typhoid just like didn't exist on the island. Like it just wasn't there. It's an island, right? Until she showed up. So (laughs) there was a man named George Soper who uh, was actually hired to investigate the situation going on in Oyster Bay. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was hired because typically, like, with wealthy families, you're not dealing with typhoid fever because it's usually found in, like, unclean, unsanitary situations. So he's like, okay, what's going on? It's also on this island. We don't understand. And there were descriptions of uh, a female cook that he ended up finding out matched these identities of um, previous cooks of other affluent families that Mm -hmm. had, um, had these typhoid breakouts. And so he determined that probably the connecting factor was our gal Mary. That would have taken a lot of research to like this family, this family, this family, like what is one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it took a very, very long time, but, and I don't know how like prevalent typhoid fever was at the time. Uh, Mary herself claimed that it was very common, but I don't know. I don't trust Mary. (laughs) I don't trust Mary. Um, (laughs) But but based on her description, like he was able to figure out, and I, and I, you know, the Irish weren't looked pleasantly upon yeah. in that time um, in American history. So I think already it was like, oh, it's the Irish gal. Yeah. Except it was probably said in an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> so so he ends up uh, he ends up confronting uh, Mary at her at her next job, which was at this family called the Bowens. Uh, they lived in, in Park Avenue in a penthouse, and he, according to record, came at her uh, in a very diplomatic way and just kind of said, um, you know, here's what's going on. The families that you've been working for, they've all kind of had instances of typhoid. You're kind of the connecting factor. And she went, excuse me. <laughs> she went, carving knife, get out of my face. It ain't me. I've never had typhoid fever. I'm not sick. Right? <clears throat> <laughs> and so, so he asked her for samples. She refused to give any samples. And so he said, okay, fine. So if you're not going to give me any samples, I'm going to go figure out the rest of the research of all this time that you've been in the United States and see what's going on here. Uh, and once he did that, he was pretty positive. It definitely had something to do with her. He ended up figuring out who Mary's boyfriend was. So we met her at, uh, the boyfriend's house and, uh, a doctor tried convincing her to give them, uh, urine and and stool samples. And again, she refused because she'd never had any, uh, instances of typhoid herself. 
uh, and that it, you know, typically happened with contaminated food and water and that she's been healthy and blah, blah, blah. Right. So there was a theory that because at the time um, it was believed that you couldn't be like a healthy carrier of typhoid. Mm -hmm. And so they decided they came up with this theory that there's got to be. Yeah, you have to be possible. some sort of carrier yeah. uh, and you and this is like the first occurrence of this so they eventually force her to quarantine uh, <clears throat> in North Brother Island in 1907 North Brother Island is a, a, an island in New York and you quarantine there because it's an island <laughs> <laughs> and it's and a hospital is there yeah yeah it's a hospital, and, and while she's quarantined, you know, they're taking all sorts of samples from her, mm-hmm. and they find they find that she's got typhoid all over. Typhoid and it seems to be that there is a, uh, a large infection of typhoid in her gallbladder. Um, so they quarantine her. She's not happy about it. She's allowed to stay there for a while, uh, and she claims, hey, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be working as a cook or whatever i promise uh she's there for three years she three years <laughs> she's quarantined for three years jesus she also like she also admit admitted to like never really ever washing her hands <laughs> which again like there was no the the germ theory was not out at that time yeah. so nobody was thinking like oh you can pass things from like you know going out and Touching working in the, in the stables with mm-hmm. horses and the you know pig styes and touching their poops and then going and cooking right so so she leaves and she again you know says i'm not gonna work as a cook she ends up working uh other jobs um where she you know she she does that job but eventually gets she gets over it laundry job whatever she gets over it and she ends up becoming a cook again and then continues to sneeze at people's food. Well, she doesn't even have to sneeze. Like, she's just carrying it, right? And the thing, too, so she's back cooking because she can make more money that way. And um, she she knew that she was essentially under a microscope. So she's going under fake names. And again, she's infecting people. And she's moving on to the next job. And she's infecting people. And she's moving on to the next job. And so, again, Soper finds her or Soper finds out what's going on. Tries to find her, and then she ends up working in 1915 at, at the Sloan Hospital for Women, uh, where a couple people ended up dying and getting from, from typhoid. So Soper finds her, sends her away again to North Brother Island, and there she remained for the rest of her life. Uh, she was essentially in isolation. She ended up dying in 1938. Um, from She had a stroke, and she lived with a stroke for six years. She, she ended up dying in 1938 from pneumonia. Uh, still claiming she was not... Not Typhoid Mary. Not Typhoid Mary. Not a carrier <laughs> of typhoid. Yikes. Yeah. And the thing, too, that's really kind of interesting is that, um, <clears throat> you know, again, we don't have germ theory. Uh, it is widely believed that you have to be actively sick and showing signs of this in order to spread it. Also, when you're cooking... Um, the the food typically gets to a temperature where typhoid the bacteria dies mm-hmm. um, but she made this uh ice cream that was a peach ice cream oh and the so they believe that it was the peach ice cream that killed everyone did it. Yep. Yep. no yep. and so 
Thanks to our gal, Typhoid Mary. That added to germ theory. That contributed to understanding that you can be a carrier of this disease and not actually show symptoms. Yeah. And that you should wash your friggin' hands before you cook. Wash your hands. Blah. That typhoid, Mary. I remember doing like a deep dive into her when COVID started. And I was like... (laughs) COVID Mary, man. COVID COVID Mary, Mary. I was convinced. Typhoid Mary was the original super spreader. Yeah, absolutely she was. Yuck. Yeah, man. Ugh. Blech. That's all I have to say about right? this. Blech. Gross. Typhoid so Mary gross. killed a whole nasty bunch of people. Thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Real nasty. My how times have changed. My how times have changed. Coo. Coo. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. You're welcome. What's that inside of my body? Well, I would say that it's certainly not toyf- typhoid in your gallbladder because your ba- gallbladder's gone. <laughs> it's gone. So. Looks like a little bit of knowledge. Perfect. Thank you. See you next time. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Gross. Don't sneeze on people. (laughs) 